In the previous year, and we discussed that once you separate challah, you separate dough from your big dough, that challah dough, that kezayis, has the status of challah or the status of truma. And subsequently, if it gets mixed into something else or back into the original dough, so then you have a shaila of iser veheter, where the challah part is iser, and it gets mixed into a different dough, gets mixed into a soup. So you have a shaila of iser veheter. And we had a machlekes, the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, how much bittel or how much heter is, requ- is required to be mevatel the iser. The Shulchan Aruch paskins, all you need is raiv. And the Ramah said, no, you need a hundred times that amount. And halachically, for Ashkenazim, we are machmer, at least in most situations, that you need a hundred to be mevatel it. And typically you don't have that. So we said, if it gets mixed back into a, the original dough, you would end up doing hataras and arm, and that was the topic of the previous few shiurim. We see from this concept, we see from this, that there are bleas, that we treat challah, the hafrashas challah dough, like all other types of isurim, where you need bittel against it. And that brings up the following question. When you're burning your challah dough, so it's literally like taking a piece of non-kosher and putting it in your oven or cooking it, grilling it on your uh, grill, putting it on your stovetop. How should one deal with this and navigate? They have iser because they cannot eat it. They are a czar. It's tamay. Uh, they're a non-kayan. Whatever the reason, they cannot eat it. So it's iser. How do you navigate having iser in your house, making sure that it doesn't ruin your oven and doesn't you know, make your oven non-kosher. Interestingly, many people, when you tell them that you could double wrap uh, a lasagna or a ziti and put it in your fleshic oven, they get nervous. How are you allowed to do that? Yet, they do a freshest challah every single, every single Friday, and they're double wrapping challah and putting it in their oven. But it's a similar, similar halacha. Now, so what people typically do, as they gave away, as far as I know, they wrap the dough in foil, Sometimes two wrappings. Now, just to fold it over each other might not be halakhali two wrappings. Best to cut it and wrap it again. But let's assume you, you put enough foil on it that it's double wrapped. You put it in the oven and you burn it and shalom al Yisrael. So, is that the best way to do it? Is this correct? That'll be question number one. Question number two is what if the dough bursts and get, starts coming out of the Foil. Now it touches the oven wall, it touches the oven door, the window, it touches the oven racks. What is the halachic status of that? Let's say it's very often people put it on the back of their stovetop, waiting to burn it later, and then it starts oozing out and touching the back of your oven. So what should be done in that case? What if it got uncovered? It was left and it got uncovered, and now it's in your oven. Does it answer your oven? So... Let's, if you look at the, let's go through four different shilas, four different potential issues in halacha when we deal with burning your challah. Number one is that there's an iser hana. You cannot benefit, if you're not a kain, you cannot benefit from truma tamea, you cannot benefit from challah tamea. So you cannot use it as firewood. And therefore the Ramah says that you have to think about the isra when you get rid of your chal. That's number one. Number two would be zea. If there's steam in your oven, that the, the classic issue of people using ovens for both milchiks and fleshiks is the zea in the oven. There's going to be steam transferring taste. 
number three would be Recha. Recha is aroma, similar to Reach, a smell, or aroma. In Halacha, Recha, Milsahi on a Lechatil level. One is not, the Gemara says, one cannot, uh, one cannot roast uh, fish and meat in the same, in the same uh, oven together. So Recha, Milsa. And the fourth issue is the obvious issue of Bliyos, that the dough has the status of Truma, and it would get Bliyos, it would get taste into other pots or pans that are being used that are touching it while it's hot. So let's go through these four halachas one at a time. Regarding the Isser so we said, there's Isser Hanah, one cannot benefit from Truma Tamea, and therefore Zara, a non kain cannot benefit from Chala, even if it was Tameh, Chala Tameh is Asr Bahana. So there's a, there's a concept in the Gemara called Yesh Shevach Eitzim, the pass, that if you baked bread in a, in a oven, and there's wood that was Isser Hanah, wood. You had an Asherah tree, and you use that wood in the fire. There's a concept of Yei Shevach Eitzim Mepas, that your bread got benefit from the wood, and therefore, to Isser Hanah, you are violating the Isser Hanah by benefiting from the wood of Avodah Zarah. So therefore, the Ramah writes that one should lechatchila make a hesek bifne atzma, make a separate fire, which today would mean you're literally uh, burning it on your burner, which is not so smart in a home uh, residential kitchen. But that's what the Ramah says you should do, have a separate fire for that. The Aruch HaShulchan says that's too much of a tircha, and we would comment and add that it's not safe. And therefore... As long as you burn it before you start baking your bread, meaning you do the hot frasha, you put it in the oven, let it burn, and once it's burnt, then you bake your challah. So the oven, your, your challah is not getting any benefit from the burning of the hot challah. However, the truth is, this is a mute, uh, a moot uh, point, because today our ovens have thermostats, it's temperature controlled, and therefore we're not gaining anything. We are literally not gaining anything by having this uh, ball of dough in the oven, and therefore we say ain't shavach eitzim in our ovens today, whereas the temperature controlled, so therefore there will be no issue of the isra hana bizman hazeh in most ovens. Okay, that's issue number one. Issue number two would be zeah, that there's a concern that if you use the oven for things at the same time, there's going to be a transferring of taste. So halachically, we paskin, again, this is, this is a broader subject, maybe we'll get to in the next uh, series if we do a uh, Basar B'chalav, Regarding ovens, you know, can you make pizza, matzah Shabbos in the same oven that you used to, uh, to have your, uh, your chalant, your pastrami in Friday night or on Shabbos day? So there's an issue of zeya, that steam from the oven transfers taste from one food to the next. However, we paskin, again, many of the paskin, this is how I would paskin, that things that have no moisture, if there's no apparent moisture in the, in the, uh, in the food, for example, dough, bread, Many places can say even pizzas like this without getting into all the details, but at least for our case, we would say challah does not have zeya, and therefore I'm not con- too concerned for zeya in the oven. The place can point out, let's say you had a saucy uh, dish, a chicken with a lot of sauce, and it's open in the oven, at the same time that you have your dough in the oven, so perhaps the zeya, if the dough is uncovered, and you were burning your challah dough straight on the oven racks, so you have other issues, but let's say it opened up, so perhaps the zeya would, would uh, pick up some taste of challah dough and transfer it to the rest of the oven. Not so likely, but uh, that is something to keep in mind, and therefore it's better to cover your, uh, your dough, double wrap it, to be uh, extra careful, to avoid any issue of zeya. But if the dough is 
being burnt on its own in the oven, there would not be an issue of zeya because there's no moisture, no apparent uh, uh, zeya moisture, steam, from this dough. The third one is reicha. Reicha is an isra of aroma that if you bake or you know, have two things in the oven at the same time, besides for the zeya issue, there's an aroma issue called reicha. So in, in the details of reicha, reicha is only an issue when it's a fatty dish. As you can, you can imagine, when you have a certain type of, you have a chalant, the chalant smells like the whole shul, the whole building smells like chalant. So that, we say, has reicha, when it's, when it's a shaman. But every, however, it's kachush, where you don't have that same thick uh, aroma, so then the paiskim say, there is no issue, and halachik, the shach paskins, bread and challah, dough, would not have an issue of reicha. By the way, the paiskim say, even if there was uh, shuman in there, butter, or you were making some type of deli roll, still halachically, there'll be no reicha. But again, hamachim retavel of bracha, and you should cover it uh, anyways. And the main reason why people cover their dough is because of blias. If you took dough and you put it directly onto the oven rack, or you put it on the side of your oven wall, without any chatzitza, nothing... Uh, in between it, you're having blias of chala, of chuma, touching your oven, and now you've gotten those blias, those absorptions into your oven with direct contact. So those are the four halachic uh, uh, considerations. The isurei hana is not really sonogeya bismanazeh. The zeh issue would only come up if you had other moist things in the oven uh, creating a lot of steam. Even that would only be a chumrah to be concerned for. The third one is more of a reason when it comes to reicha. Sorry, would, would be also less of a reason reicha because Dough does not have this strong aroma. Perhaps if there's some oil in the dough, some butter, one could start thinking about being machmer. But the, the primary reason why you cover it is because of blios, and therefore people double wrap it, and that's how they do it. Just uh, want to point out two things. Number one is that, you, you, as we said earlier, the minog is to burn it. So putting it in the oven at 350 for a half hour, 45 minutes, it might make it well done. That's not really called burnt. So there are reasons besides for the Suri Hana to make a fire on its own, perhaps double wrapping it and putting it on the grill. The back of your grill might be better. A person should uh, make sure it's totally burnt and not simply uh, baked off and uh, you know, raw in the middle, a little singe on the outside. That would not be considered the sreifa of the challah. The other point is, let's say a taka does burst. You had dough, it didn't fully rise, now it rises in the oven, it pops, this happens in restaurants, it happens all over the, over the place, and now you have challah dough touching the oven. How do you, how, how do you kosher it? You definitely need to kosher it because you have blias of non-kosher. So we're, go- we're going to focus on challah schutzlaretz, as unfortunately we all live, uh, at least my audience, as I see on the podcast, lives in schutzlaretz. So challah schutzlaretz is only... A, uh, a minog, I mean, it's a, it's a dinder rabbanon, that we shouldn't forget this uh, halach of challah, but it's called a isud rabbanon that does not really have a connection to an isud daraisa. There's never a chi of daraisa on challah's chutzlaretz, so therefore, even when the base of was, was around, so therefore it has a lower level of isur. So halachically in hilchas kashras, all you need to do is do libun kal. You do not need libun chamer. Libun chamer in a quick, in short, means, you know, blowtorching, using serious fire, getting an oven to 900 degrees. Liban Kal probably works around 400 degrees. So, halachically, if this did happen in your oven, we would just say, clean it out a little bit, clean out that spot, and turn your oven on, you know, to 500 for, for an hour, and you've just done Liban Kal on your oven rack, on your oven walls, on your oven door. 
So that would be the best way to deal with it by simply doing a Libun Kal. If you had Chalas Eretz Yisrael, that's a whole different Shiloh and it will be beyond the scope of today's shir. A related, a related Shiloh, not the same, but it's related, is, you know, the truth has happened to me on the first day of my job. So the first day I started working in Kashrus, I went to a visit, a, visited a facility that we recently just took over the Ashkacha. We were literally in the process of taking over the Ashkacha. And this facility is a bakery that was owned, that is owned by a Jew, by a Yid, a conservative Jew. And due to that uh, fact, he needs to do a fresh challah on his bread. So at that time, we did not realize that there was a backup system that a mashkiach was doing. We thought, we came in with the understanding that the hashkacha, the current hashkacha, was making sure the ingredients were kosher. It was all power of facility. All the ingredients were indeed kosher. But as far as the challah, this product was going to uh, trade for restaurants anyways, and therefore the mashkiach didn't really do hafrashas challah. Again, subsequently we found out they had some type of system. So the shayla on day one, my day one in kashras is, very nice that from now on we set up a hafrashas challah system. Beautiful, and I will discuss in a few weeks what our system is in this place and in many other places. But what about all those years? He's using the, ov- the, the oven, he's using the sheet pans. Every piece of equipment there came into contact, not with challah, with Tevel, the dough was ne- never had off Rosh Hashanah. So you have Blias for many years of Tevel, where Rosh Hashanah was not done. There is no Shita in the Shulchan Aruch that is Bata Baroi. That was talking about Chala, but Tevel, everyone agrees Tevel is not Bata Baroi, need Shishim. So what is going on? What do we do in this case? So this Shaila is a great way to open up the next Sugya. The next Sugya discusses, if you're learning the Daf, the Gemara and Sukkah just had, the, the Gemara and Beitza had this. Uh, about a week ago, that you could eat challah, there's a concept of doing a freshest challah later in the game. How does that work? When could you do it? Could you do it on Shabbos? Does it work for Kalim retroactively for the previous 10 years? How does that work? That would be a, a nice segue to the next sugya.